This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The first time Maricopa County Attorney Alistair Adele was on the gaggle, she was new to the office. It has been two weeks and one day since I was sworn in, but it's been an amazing ride. Good. Uh, We'll see if you say that after a year and two weeks. Right, ask ask me again. Right. Uh, She returned in 2020 to discuss criminal justice reform, reproductive rights, and other key topics during her race against Democrat Julie Gunnigal. I'd like to eliminate, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, highlight some of the accomplishments that we've done in the past year that are different than my predecessor, many of which relate to criminal justice reform, but also the fact that we reorganized the office to make it more efficient. Then last fall, the county attorney who oversees one of the largest teams of prosecutors in the nation left office to address her alcohol abuse and eating disorders at a treatment facility out of state. After a three-week stint in rehab, She returned to the job, ready to close out the year. But as the Arizona Republic's Robert Anglin has documented, Adele is again facing questions about her sobriety and absence from work. Welcome to The Gaggle, a politics podcast by the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm your host, Ron Hansen, and today I'm joined by Robert Anglin to dive into his examination on what is happening in the Maricopa County Attorney's Office. Robert, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks. So when did you first hear that Adele's sobriety was a cause for concern among her staff again? Well, the concern among her staff has been brewing, percolating for for months, and it kind of blew up um, over the holidays. the, The staffer took the complaint directly to Maricopa County Supervisor Bill Gates. Bill Gates told me, that the staffer approached him, and it's a member of Adele's leadership team. He said the staffer relayed to him a phone call that that was received from Adele after hours. In the phone call, Adele was slurring her words and and was incoherent. Bill Gates said he confronted Adele. He said he sat down with her and asked her if she had been drinking again. He said she, she did not deny it. Adele in, in an interview last week, acknowledged that she has slipped up. She said she has had several, she had several sips of wine and she felt terrible about it. And she reached out to her, her sponsor um, and, and went to meetings and is, and, and is trying to get help for that. So Bill Gates, the chairman of the county supervisors, confronted her about missing out on key appointments and meetings what were some of the principal events that she wasn't present for? Yeah, the, the supervisors um, talked about county meetings, you know, general county meetings. They talked about ceremony events like the, the gavel pass um, from one chair to the, to the next. That would be from Jack Sellers to Bill Gates. And they talked about her absence in, in helping them on, on legal questions like county mask mandates or the ongoing battle with the state Senate 
over the election audit, the partisan audit that, that has led to all kinds of um, back and forth, law, threats of lawsuit, subpoenas, threats of arrest from the Senate of the supervisors for not turning over election material. And those are some pretty heavy duty issues. So let's scope back on this just a bit. She was in rehab in mid-September and Bill Gates was talking with her about renewed questions of her sobriety as early as November. We're now in February with those questions still hanging over this massive office. Do you have a sense of how much longer this is going to be allowed to remain an open question for the county? It's going to continue to be a question. None of the supervisors, and I talked to four or five of them, um, were ready to say that they are prepared to ask Adele to resign or take a leave of absence or suggest that they aren't confident in her continuing her role, despite their concerns over her absences. And despite Bill Gates' concern over this interaction with a staff member. So if they're not asking her to step down at this point uh, and they are inquiring about her uh, her sobriety, among other things, uh, do you have a sense of how, uh, if at all, the county is handling this differently than they did last summer? Well, that's part of the issue. Now, I spoke with former county attorney Rick Romley, who held that office longer than any other county attorney in, in the county's history, and he has raised grave concerns about the office and how it's functioning. The supervisors in Romley both describe the office as working. They're getting the job done, but they say that that, in, in many cases, Romley says that's, that's in spite of Alistair Adele not because of her. They say the staff is doing a Herculean job of, of making sure the day-to-day -day operations are functioning. Adele disputes that. Give us a sense of what kind of work this office does. Uh, it seems to be soup to nuts. This thing is uh, very, uh, has a broad mandate uh, under their, uh, their charter. Give us a sense uh, for what the prosecutor's office uh, does, both civilly and criminally. Yeah, there may not be a busier or more important legal office in, in the state. This office is responsible for handling all misdemeanor and felony cases in Maricopa County Superior Court. They, the county attorney's office is responsible for signing off on wiretaps. She makes the decision about whether to pursue a death penalty against somebody. At the same time, they also um, handle juvenile court cases and justice court cases, and they represent all county agencies in civil matters. Have you spoken with Alistair Adele on this, and, and what, if anything, is in dispute um, from her end? I spoke with Alistair Adele last week, and in that interview, she says she can do the job, and she is doing the job, and that the office is functioning fine. She says she's committed to doing the job and she's committed to her sobriety. Now, in even in challenging this notion that um, her office is struggling, she has not denied that she is in recovery or that there are or that she has problems with sobriety. That's part of the deal of, of being in rehabilitation. But she says she is balancing both. And she says she she is at county events and weighs in when needed. So it sounds like she's determined to try and make a, a go of this uh, uh, moving forward. 
But in response to your investigation, it seems that there are a lot of folks who feel like they are past the point of keeping her on and they're calling for her resignation. Between the the really tremendous fall in November 2020 that put her in the hospital, her time in and out of uh, rehab now, many people are now questioning if she's healthy enough to remain in a position with that kind of responsibility. Does a resignation seem likely based on what you're hearing from the, the shareholders here? A resignation where Alistair Adele decides that she must leave office? No, that doesn't appear likely given my conversation with Alistair. And how about a forced resignation or a termination? Well, there's very little the county, the county voters can do short of a recall. The Board of Supervisors doesn't have the power to, to force out another elected official. In fact, nobody does um, except the voters. So if Adele is determined to stay in office, the, the only thing the Board of Supervisors could do was um, would be to suspend her for 90 days for neglect of duty. That happened in the case of Paul Peterson, who eventually went to prison for running an adoption, um, an international adoption racket, uh, a criminal enterprise. He was the county assessor and and they removed him from office for 90 days. He, and that's, that's really the only power the, the county board of supervisors have other than their power of rhetoric. Um, it certainly seems likely that Adele would have to be forced to resign. And, and I want to make clear she maintains that she is handling the office just fine. So you referenced that there could be a recall uh, potentially. Is there any kind of organized effort afoot to try and pursue that? And if there were, how soon might anything come to bear on that? There was a recall effort in September when she first announced she was going into rehab. A group of um, progressive Democrats, um, civil rights activists, called for her to be, you know, initiated a recall. They had billboards on the highway and it went nowhere. I haven't heard of about another recall effort since then. However, the on social media and in emails to me and calls to me, there seems to be a, um, there is, there's just a groundswell of people calling for her to resign. There, there's a lot of sympathy for her. There's a lot of sympathy from people who, who understand addiction is a terrible thing to have to battle, but they say she shouldn't be doing both jobs, keeping herself healthy and run, trying to run the office. And some people have suggested that she isn't doing both well. Do you have a sense of how law enforcement views her ability to manage this office? Does she still have the confidence of the county sheriff's office or the Phoenix Police Department, any of the law enforcement stakeholders in uh, in all of this? It's unclear. In, um, in September, the Maricopa County Sheriff said Adele should take a leave of absence. He said the office is too important. To, to try and manage while, while seeking treatment. I reached out to Phoenix Police Chief Jerry Williams this week, and she has not responded to those requests for a conversation. I, I think it's important to point out something about her last stint in rehab, which lasted 19 days. She was in rehab and she disclosed it and asked the public for her understanding, but, but that disclosure wasn't voluntary. She had to be forced into telling people that she had left office for 13 days and was trying to run it 
from this California facility. And, and it was the county sheriff, Paul Pinzone, who forced that disclosure. He called her staff, told her that he was aware she wasn't in the office, and, it, and gave them 24 hours to tell the county board of supervisors what was going on, or he would do it for them. Robert, what about other uh, boards like the state bar, for example? Have they looked into this? Is there any possibility that they could? No, the state bar could address this from a, a position of I talk I talked to a legal ethicist last week, and the state bar could address this if a complaint was filed, and it's unclear if any have been. They're, they're certainly private until action is taken, but the state bar would be looking at it from an individual attorney's um, point of view, that they are looking to, to examine or investigate an attorney, not necessarily the Maricopa County attorney. But there are fitness for, for office questions, fitness for duty questions for every lawyer. And if you are um, disabled to a point where you're unable to represent your clients, they, they can remove you or remove your license um, and discipline you, sanction you. In other cases, they've actually sent lawyers to rehab. Look, everybody, everybody's human. Lawyers are human, Maricopa County attorneys are human, and sometimes they need help. And if the bar decides that an attorney needs help and won't recognize that or isn't getting the help needed, they can take action. Well, what about another stint at rehab? Is that in the cards? Adele has acknowledged that she is in treatment, but she has not acknowledged about taking anything. She's not said anything about taking a leave of absence or going back into a rehab facility. Um, she says that she is handling herself. Well, Robert, thank you so much for joining us on The Gaggle. Where can people follow your work on Twitter? Yeah. I'm on Twitter at Robert Anglin. That's A-N-G-L-E-N. That's it for today, Gaggle listeners. Before you go, please rate and review our show and share this episode with a friend. If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm at Ronald J. Hansen. That's H-A-N-S-E-N. Today's episode was edited and produced by Amanda Liberto. Thanks so much for listening to The Gaggle, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. We'll see you next week.